Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute. I am Jarf, and I am here with you in the American Panoscopic Studios, back for another great week of covering Joe vs. the Volcano. And with me here in the studio is Tierney. Hello, Tierney. Hey, Jarf. We're back. We are back, and there is a special electric energy in the studio tonight because we have an amazing guest with us from the Keep Calm and Game On podcast and the fifth element, it, Crystal Beth. Woo! Electric boogaloo, baby. <laughs> Crystal Beth, I would like to thank you for making me incapable of, now I have to think about it, saying the fifth element correctly. Dude, it is so hard. When I talk about the movie, I call it the fifth element now because I'm so used to saying it. It just rolls off the tongue. You should write a letter to Library of Congress and have them change that. Whoa! Who the F? There's someone else in the studio. What? Where? George! (laughs) How do you know it's me? What? Oh, dude. Anyone can tell that voice from anywhere. What? What is this? Surprise. Oh my God, this is amazing. I I jimmied the lock on the Pan American Studios (laughs) and I snuck in. Oh, what a surprise. I love this. Snuggled up behind Jarf, uh, jetpack style, (laughs) as we have a conversation about Joe versus the volcano. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like I have to redo all my notes knowing that George is here and just going (laughs) to. Oh, it's just going to effing pun up everything. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, I need more puns. I would just like to say, not to ruin the little facade that George snuck in here, but I'm really proud of myself because I'm a terrible secret keeper, and I almost screwed this up so many times in getting this podcast ready. (laughs) Tierney is garbage. (laughs) I, so granted, behind the veil, I knew George was here, but I 100% didn't know George was here. I know, that's how I live my life. Like, you know I'm there, but you don't know I'm there. Yeah, so I was like, who the F is Baby Yoda right now? I'm the magic man. And you have a little hand that does the stuff. I yeah, I was magic so confused. Hand. I was like, wait, why are there five tracks on this uh, this recording right now? And then George spoke and I was like, what? You got to have one track for the bass. Yeah, And you're it. the bass. All bass, no trouble. Bass. <laughs> well, Crystal, I'm afraid there's no time to redo your notes. You, we're just going to have to wing it. Oh. We're doing it live. <laughs> we're doing it live. <laughs> and we're taking you to the volcano one minute at a time. So... That sounds this, dirty. This minute, that sounds good. Yeah. You know, I think let's use that for the tagline for the whole show. What do you think, Tierney? Take it to oh. the volcano. <laughs> I, I think we're less than an hour in. It's perfect time to uh, make our catchphrase dirty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so today we are covering minute 52 of Joe versus the Volcano, which starts with Angelica reminding Joe that she's a Fliberty gibbet and it ends with the sun rising in LA. This minute starts with Angelica crying and saying Fliberty gibbet. So Jarf, I just want to check in that you are emotionally okay. Oh, I am not emotionally okay. So the look between them is so heartbreaking. Just, I think everyone would do well if they could just have a tiny framed picture of Tom Hanks giving that sweet, soulful, sad look that he gives back to Angelica, just framed and hanging up in their office or their workplace just to reassure you throughout your day. Don't you think? Just to show that you can see a little bit of human empathy right there. 
Or take it in the completely other direction and open a themed restaurant called Fliberty Gibbets. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that he starts walking after the car a little bit as well. It's just like, I mean, he's confused too. He probably feels the same way she does, except in a more green and light seafoam pastel 50s motif rather than as we do LA. The, the pastel yeah. motif yeah i read this totally differently but i don't want to be the downer bring it down baby <laughs> i think it is very sad like this look exchange between them because she is just so you know i told you i was a flipperty gibbet and that little like kind of trying to smile but you're still crying and yeah i realized as i'm watching this i'm like oh he has no idea what to say yeah. So he just doesn't say anything and she drives off. And I didn't even read it as him walking after. He like starts to walk up into his hotel and then realizes like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, he lay in the hotel in New York alone staring at the ceiling all night. I'm not doing that again. Well, yeah, so he's he in LA now with all the palm trees. He should have just said, I have no response to that. That's exactly what I was just going to say. He should have <laughs> given it back, but he's also, he's learning how to do emotions or you said, now as well. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love this minute. I'm not like... He could have said, you're not wrong, but I like your honesty. Because mm-hmm. you got to build him up. You got to build him up a little bit. It'd be like, you know, has a little, like, a little, little, little push in the butt to like well, rise you up a little bit. he's still learning how to build himself up. I don't think he knows how to how, human... The best way to learn how to build yourself up is to build up other people. Is that true? Yes. Try it. No. Give a compliment. How badly could it go <laughs> Give a compliment, get a compliment. <laughs> Are you kidding me? All I do is compliment people. Oh my yeah, god, I but love it's all your like, shirt. Oh, your drink choice is so great. You want Basil Hayden's and Coke? Sure. You want a Macallan Twenty Five and with soda the dash water? of Sprite? Awesome. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> all these are better responses than a finger gun. See you at breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast <laughs> is the most important meal of the day, though. So if anybody can get a fresh start on the day, it's anyone at breakfast. That's true. But you can tell he's kind of thinking about it. And if anything describes turmoil as well as waves, I don't know. So the fact that he's at the beach is perfect. This is a very lonely minute, but I'm also very biased from growing up in a town that was on the beach. Now, granted, our beach was on Long Island Sound. It did not look like this. And the sun rose in the other direction. But <laughs> So are you saying the waves are like, not- splash, splash, we're splashing you. Oh, my God. Well, I feel like the Long Island Sound sound has waves just like that, though, because they don't get any of the big ones. It's just that gentle lapping. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely less dramatic than this. But I got to tell you, there's nothing better than staying up all night and eating Dunkin' Donuts, brand new Dunkin' Donuts, sitting on the hood of your car at the beach. Yeah, there has been more nights than once. Whenever crap was crap at home, Mm -hmm. I would drive my butt to the beach and I would walk along the beach in the middle of the night and you just heard the waves and you're with the stars and you're by yourself and it's just like cool, relatively uncomfortable because you're standing in the sand and you've got it all over you and your butt's gonna get wet and you're gonna get cold. But there's literally nothing better than sitting by yourself on the beach when you're feeling any emotion at an eight or higher. Yes. Well, and and I, oh, to quote another um, 90s live action adult movie, Indian Summer, which stars Diane Lane. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene where someone's like, why did you come here? And she goes, I wanted to be sad. And she throws a piece of firewood in the fire. She goes, and now I'm sad. Yeah. And it's just like, yep, sometimes you just got to lean on and learn that sand at night is actually very cold and uncomfortable. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not great, but my perspective is a little bit different because the last time I stood on a beach and watched waves roll in, I was on acid in Puerto Rico. 
That is very different and from let me a tell 17 you what, year old girl on Long Island totally Sound. Totally different experience. <laughs> Asset, Puerto Rico, sun setting, sort of like a storm coming in off the ocean. There was a lot going on, and I was all in the middle of it. And I was like, it's like, I could feel the waves in me. Right. You didn't even get any chocolate glaze sticks out of that. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. I went back to our Airbnb at Drake Toro, which is the Puerto Rican equivalent of moonshine. Tamarind flavored. Yum. It was a good time. I'm going to have some questions for you next minute, I think. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'll put a pin in it for now. We're still on this beach. We're still having having feelings <sighs> wow all the feelings what especially that light when it starts to light and when you see that it's lighter but the sun hasn't risen yet that was a very that color palette really went straight into well, my when you're when you when you've been diagnosed with a brain cloud you've agreed to go sail across the ocean to jump into a volcano for a crazy ritual dude you know all of a sudden sleep isn't that important you're like, you know right. what? No. I only have a set number of hours left in this world. I'm going to live them as best. That's the thing. Is like, I feel like if people knew when they were going to die, they would be way less likely to sit around playing Candy Crush. Candy Crush is great, though. It's so good. I love Candy true, Crush, but that's because right? I don't know when I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> that and crucial difference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's that philosophical question of would you want to know and how would you treat your life differently? I feel like I would still spend it sad on the beach. Not every night. On the other side of the coin is the people that wish for mortal immortality are like, I wish I could live forever. It's like, when was the last time you were bored on a Saturday? Like, mm, this past Saturday. It's like, you've got room. Focus on life. <laughs> Stop worrying about immortality. Because if you were immortal, you would not know what to do with that. I don't want to watch everything I know and love die over and over and over again. No, thank you. Yeah, but what if you don't like the people? I don't think I would. I feel like the people I would like, the feeling of them dying would outweigh the number of people I didn't like. And it would make me so Here's sad. the question. Here's the thing. If you had the ability to transfer immortality to a certain number of people, would you? I'd give it to my dog. Well, okay. Oh, definitely. that's a good one. Because then Tycho could live forever and he loves everyone. So no matter who got him next, he would be happy. Well, I don't mean like give up your immortality, but like, you know, it's oh. like, oh, I'm on this immortality boat. Come oh. with. Oh, John. Then definitely the dog, right? My dog, <laughs> Tyranny, Jarf, George. That's it. <laughs> Just it. That's it. <laughs> We're going to see this whole Just earth thing to the bitter end. <laughs> yep. Oh, and Tyranny's kid. Bring it on, exploding sun. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else that's important to you guys, just let me know. I, I guess. Say, does he have to stay this age, or can I wait till after he potty trains? <laughs> no, no, no. You got to keep him in diapers. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you don't. You you don't this. get that out. You don't get that parental hey, loophole. It's my immortality. Well, thank you for including loopholes. us. <laughs> I'm saying you got you got to you got to live life how it is. I'm gonna wait until George is incontinent, and then I'll give him immortality. <laughs> I'm already there. So it was Puerto Rico. <laughs> just go ahead and tap, just tap me to come up to the big leagues. Perfect. Oh, well, I'm going to start analyzing the psychology of vampires soon. So um, <laughs> this is a great music minute as well as over emotional teenager minute. I know Tom Hanks isn't a teenager, but I can't. Yes. This is exactly what I did, except like I said, the sun rose on the other side of the body of water. Yep. Which I always thought was weird. I always really liked the shot of the sun rising with the palm trees, but it's not like a pretty stylized shot. Like it looks like someone just walked outside no. the studio one morning, held up the camera, all right, got it, and went back inside. <laughs> yeah, but- 
But that's because it's in L.A. and not a, a lot of L.A. is very attractive. Uh huh. It's really not. It's 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 power lines and houses that go on forever and palm trees mm-hmm. and that's got about it and that's about, pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're really rich. But I feel like Chris perfectly captures that. Yeah. What does everyone think about his outfit right now? We know so my feelings on it. You got a really great shot of it as as he walked towards the camera before we got to the beach and you see it in all of its early 90s bagginess. Is this 90s or I thought this was like late 80s? Uh, made 89, release 90. Oh, just like Gremlins 2. It's exactly like Gremlins <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to plug myself, yes. but... So you got a lot of shoulder pads and a lot of weirdness that translate this like with like, oh, that's 89, but then there's a release to 90 and, yeah. and it's a whole new world. Shining, beautiful splendor. It's got a very yacht look. Oh, we'll get to the yacht looks. So here's the thing. It's like, you think if he's rocking this yacht look now, why didn't he rock it in the next minute? Because that's the adventure yacht. Adventure yacht can. It's different. Next it's minute he the... looks like Crocodile Dingleberry. <laughs> I, love I love it so Felix, much. Oh, this is such a good week. Hi, guys. <laughs> so to me i mean i know where and when this is filmed and it's funny to me that he has on a decent blazer a pair of khakis and a very loose half turtleneck well that's because tom hanks has never been beefy right but i mean like it's not like a button-up or a a tight tee which are were also cool back then it's a kind of loose turtleneck tee which i like because just because he's buying fashion doesn't mean he knows how to wear it. All I'm saying is you could throw a baby doll midriff cut tee on him and he'd still look like this. See, bosom buddies. I love Tom Hanks. <laughs> Except instead of it being a loose turn, I could say slutty across the chest. <laughs> or work with a U. <laughs> or an E. Twerk. Work. He's pro- He's prescient. He, he, he envisioned the twerk 20 years before it happened. So Tierney, you said that this is a great music minute. And I'm curious about that. Because the music that we get is Marooned Without You. It's the love theme. But in this minute, instead of an instrumental, we get the lyrics to it. Was this so, written just for this movie? Yes. Because this sounds to me like the, the the orchestral choir version of like Gregorian chant. So it's George Delarue wrote the music, but then the lyrics are by the writer and director, John Patrick Shanley. And that's where I have my issue because I think the music is beautiful, but I really prefer it as an instrumental. And the lyrics are just, they're a little bit too on the nose and slightly I've got a me. brain cloud and I'm going to an island. Honestly, other than why is my heart murdered without you, I could not tell you what the lyrics the to this song volcano. are. Like I'm kind of playing it in my mind. Wait till the Jew humor. Oi. <laughs> Here, I'll read them and then George can <laughs> Please say Please do, them. thank you. I was wanting to know the lyrics were because I can't really tell what they are. Why is my heart marooned without you? Got it. You're not going to sing them back, George? <laughs> Why is my heart marooned without you? The sun goes down, my dreams begin their refrain. Dreams are refraining as the sun is waning. <laughs> I call to whatever holds you, my beloved. I wait and I wait. I don't know if the flippity gibbet is his beloved. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> Subtle clues. A tiny light upon the sea. My heart is so afraid. You have broken away. Tell me, darling, I pray. You will come to me soon. Never say I pray in a song. That's just, that's terrible. 
I'm not, I'm not saying you're a terrible, Jarf. I'm <laughs> saying that the writer of the, the director of this movie is just a, a garbage fire. Oh my! George called Strong me terrible. Strong feelings right <laughs> out of the gate on Monday. Jarf is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you said I don't know that Angelica is yeah. what you call listen. It. I'm going to say number one on all of my dating profiles online is number one. I don't want to date you if you're for flippity gibbet. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing. I think the sad, lonely minute is he realizes. Angelica is not his beloved, and he's bummed about that. Because when this evening began, it was like, ooh, maybe this will be the, oh, no, 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 that did not go as planned. Yeah, but that's a terrible dating mindset to go, where you're just kind of like flopping around like a live wire knocked down from a telephone pole, where you're where you're just like, the next person you land on is possible the next person. It's like, oh, oh. But- that's been his life, though, because since the fire department, he's spent the last almost half a decade or more working at this place that has sucked all the life out of him. And all of a sudden, he's surrounded by all this color. And she's the most colorful person yeah. he's met so far. She's even like, do you want me to come over? And he's like, no, I don't. So he knows that you don't just fall for the first flip. Yeah. Because he just got friend-zoned by a flip. No, he friend-zoned her. That's not how you say that word. But yeah. She wanted to go Here's another thing. was like, I love this movie. I have seen this movie probably 20 times. But those 20 times are probably 15 years ago. Right. So... He he says no to her because obviously it doesn't feel right to him. But at the same time, he's probably torn because he's gone his whole life with no color whatsoever. And compared to the first 25 minutes of the movie, which is almost torture to anyone watching mm-hmm. it. He's the daisy purpose. through concrete, exactly. which is probably what inspired the eel song. <laughs> I'm sorry I keep coughing. It's all good. Sorry, sorry, Chris was pissed. Yeah, we have to respect her at this time. She oh, yeah, she yeah. doesn't have the immortality packet yet. Nope, not yet. You gotta you gotta flip that switch, girl. <laughs> flip it. Flippity jibbit. All I all I'm saying is that if this soundtrack had been more widely available, I would have had this on in that car parked at the beach, looking out over the water, eating my sad donuts of the four AM. <laughs> Like, all the time. <laughs> See, that's the other thing. Even the name Duncan sounds sad. Like, oh, here's my Duncan Donuts. I, I don't know. I, I love Duncan Donuts so much that if someone came up to me and said, here's your Duncan, I'd be like, shut the <laughs> F up. What? Because they, they only have like two uh, in Denver. Yeah, but that's there's a reason for that because we have two voodoo donuts. Well, I've also never had voodoo donuts. You know what? We should go. Look okay. at that. This podcast is bringing people together. Bringing people together. And I like to think that at some time in the past, Tierney was having her sad <laughs> beach donut and George was having his Puerto Rico acid trip. The same night. And Crystal was having her sad, wet, butt, mopey beach time. And me, who never left Pennsylvania, I just had to look at a lake. I didn't even get the ocean. Yeah, he's like, I had to go sit on this like strewn beach of pebbles. <laughs> I got butt divots from the lake. I really want to name this episode Sad Beach Donuts. <laughs> I think you should name it Butt Divots. I feel like that might be promising something to our listeners that they would be disappointed was not, I mean. Caveat emptor, Tierney. (laughs) Tierney likes to walk it back if it starts to get too kinky. (laughs) Like, I'll get a little flustered. There was an episode for some reason I wanted to name Leather Straps. I don't Mm. remember why, but Tierney dissuaded me. I also don't remember. It had to be a trunk thing, right? 
Why else yes, would leather Patron, straps right. have come up? Yeah, it was quality leather straps. <laughs> They're in LA. Come on. Uh, look, whatever Jarf gets up to thinking about Angelica is his business, but I'm holding out for the end. <laughs> He's going to flipperty his gibbet. <laughs> All right. Did anybody have anything else for minute 52? No, it's just a good beach, good sunrise, even though it's on the wrong side. It is on the wrong side, and it's obviously uh, like a, a lighting technician like raising a gobo above a can, slowly illuminating yeah. Senor Hanks. I also never realized how lucky the East Coast is to have the sun rise on you. Like, I know it's super cool to have the sun set as well, but there's really something magical and refreshing about starting the day with that beauty as opposed to finishing the day with it. Like, I know that's a completely different thing, but waking up to that beauty or sitting there long enough to see it is something that I've I took for granted when I was on the East Coast. I will make a pitch for the island of Nantucket where you can do both. Because going out to sunset at Mattacat is pretty amazing. It's it's the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen. I would like to tell about the time I went to Oak Island in North Carolina and woke up at 4.30 in the morning to make sure I was out at the beach to see the sunrise. And I sat on the sand, my butt in the cold sand, and like my I had like my, my <laughs> chucks on with no socks and my like waders pants like rolled up i was looking like a beach dude and i sat and i waited and i waited and i waited i'm like wait a minute it's a light out what happened and i look and the sun's behind me because oak (laughs) island faces south oh no and that was a harsh lesson to learn and i learned it that was and here's the thing that was not a complete that was there was no drugs involved in that that was just stupidity That was not, oh, let me look at a map for 14 seconds and realize that Oak Island, Oak Island faces, ironically, Puerto Rico. See, it was all meant to be. Absolutely. The spirit of Jimmy Buffett was smiling down upon you and knew someday you'd get your... I blew up my flip-flop and went back home. There you go. Well, I think we all learned a harsh lesson today. Only do drugs in foreign countries. Donuts are good no matter when. And watch out for sand critters. But get in your in your critters. We should stop this recording till I tell the story about the time my friend who's a flight attendant said Leonardo DiCaprio had crabs. So, um, bye. <laughs> no. Oh. Supposedly from filming the beach. It was like, oh yeah, they were on the beach. When you're a celebrity, they're called panty crickets. Happy Monday, panty crickets, everyone. <laughs> That's not going to be the episode title. <laughs> oh, I think it really should be. <laughs> Monday Panty Crickets. Hashtag. It's like someone's got a case of the Monday uh, George... Panty Crickets. <laughs> oh, my God. George, do you want to tell people where they can follow you on the internet if for any reason they want to? No. People can follow me anywhere they want to, but if I ask if you want to come in for a drink, just do it. Stop hanging out in the bushes. Come on. And Crystal, how about you? Where can people find you on the internet? Social media at the Crystal Beth. Uh, keep common game on the early episodes, and I am not an underwear sand crab yet. <laughs> Tierney's just over yep, there giggling, as is my want. <laughs> <laughs> so where to now, Tierney? Away from the. I can't even do it. I like. I can't pick. Did you say away? Thing to invoke here. Away from all of it. Away, away from the things of man. Off to Wednesday. Wednesday's gonna get you. Now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the volcano blows. Let me say now. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go on the ball.
something is really different. I'm a growler. 